This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. This is Hemant. And Jessica. And we're actually celebrating our 100th episode. Yeah, 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 100. <laughs> We did it. We did it. Yay. And now we're done. <laughs> no, no. I think, no, that means we've been doing this for like two years straight. Yep. And it also means, and we were talking about this earlier, I think the thing we're most proud of is that we've done 100 weeks straight. Yeah. Like different guests every week. Yep. We haven't like not done something. Yeah, I think we've only doubled one guest. And yeah. And that was David Silverman. And even then he it's different. Two. Yeah, he, he yeah, it was gets different two. Context. Different contexts. Man, so remember when I yelled at you in the chilies because I wanted to do a podcast? All the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we do. So I think the thing we want to uh, do this time is just kind of ask each other questions because uh-huh. there's a bunch of stuff that we always want to ask that we never uh, get to because we're always talking to the guests and yeah, stuff. we want to talk about ourselves. Sure. I guess. Jessica, who the hell are you? <laughs> like for um, people who, for listeners who haven't, uh, even if they have heard, they probably don't know much about what you do yeah. uh, for a living, what you do in your private life. What's sure. going on with you? Oh, I've got lots of things to say about my private <laughs> life. Um, so uh, I'm Jessica Blumke, now Jessica Greif, um, although I think I'm probably going to stick with Blumke for the podcast because... Because that's just a better name. Because it was pre-recorded and I don't want to re-record it. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm 30. I am from the Chicagoland area. I live in Chicago now. Uh, just got married in September. So um, I went to Ball State University, majored in English literature and um, a minor in anthropology. So um, the skills you need to do a podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, you didn't let me finish. Oh, right. Unfinished minor in dance. So suck on that. <laughs> so I graduated in 2008, <laughs> like when the recession happened. Um, so yeah, I lived in Montana for a while. I think I've mentioned on the, on the show, I worked with horses. I lived in Australia for about six months, which was awesome. I did not know that. You didn't? No. God, we've known each other for a long time. I don't know how that, I don't know how that one came up. Um, but yeah, so now I work on a content marketing company, um, which is a pretty mundane job, a lot of spreadsheeting. I used to write for them, which is how I got into it. Um, and actually I got that job because I started writing for your, your site. Because when I started writing for you, I was working at the Chicago Tribune. Placing classified ads for $12 an hour and, like, <laughs> wanting to fucking kill myself. One of those jobs that just sort of disappeared after a while. Yeah, I, honestly, it's still there. But, you know, the thing that just came up in Yelp that the girl um, oh, wrote the right. open letter to her CEO? Yeah. Literally, I had the exact same job. And it looks like I made <laughs> the exact same amount of money she did. Except so. you didn't, like, shit on your boss publicly. No, I didn't because I was trying to get a raise. <laughs> right. And then I left because they couldn't do that. So, anyway... um. Yeah, I started writing for you in, fuck, 2000... Several years 11, ago. 2012-ish? Yeah. Yeah, in that neighborhood. And and yeah, here we are. I don't write as much anymore for your site because yeah. 
I work during the day, Meh. which I didn't used to do so much. Um, Who needs a job? No, yeah, not me, certainly. This this podcast pays all my bills. <laughs> it pays um, none of mine. It pays so. zero bills. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's it. Uh, now I live in Chicago with my husband, and yeah, that's who I am. Nice. I don't have anything else compelling to say about myself. But yeah, oh, I do have a funny story about regarding my job. Um, I had a meeting with my CEO. I don't think he actually listens, but he walks in. I never really like had a meeting with him before. His first thing was like, hey, I hear you have a podcast. And I was like, Whoa. oh, shit. <laughs> and he was very nice about it. We had a long talk and he was super on board. He always asks. It's like his go to small talk with me. How's the podcast going? How's the podcast going? Nice. I was like, oh, fine. I don't know. I haven't does most of the work. And I just show up <laughs> and, and read the notes. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, Hammond. Yes. I had I actually wrote down questions because oh I'm my a God. fucking professional. Look at you. Okay, so what was your moment? For, so, so with friendly, you've been doing friendly atheists for tenish, almost, almost ten years. Yeah. When was your moment when you were like, I made it, I did it, I got it? You know what? It never. It, it there <laughs> wasn't it not no no yet? no. There wasn't one moment or anything, but I remember like at some point when it started, it's like, oh, I get. I don't even remember, like a few hundred views or something. Yeah. And I have nothing, no baseline to compare that to. Right. But then it would just be, oh, there are more people and mm-hmm. that's stable. Like mm-hmm. I know there's like a couple thousand people coming yeah. every day. You can depend on that. I can depend on that, which didn't mean anything other than, oh, okay, that's a number. Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it just kind of kept growing after a while. Mm-hmm. And then slowly I became better at writing. Yeah. Uh, in the sense that... You mean with your math background? You were yeah, an I excellent know. writer? No, I mean, like, I know better how to write a blog post sure. now. I mean, you can go through my archives. This is embarrassing. Anyone listening, you can go through my archives on Friendly Atheist. Mm-hmm. You can go back to, like, 2006. Mm-hmm. And they're just boring. They're badly written. Yeah. No one cares about anything I'm writing about. <laughs> and at, I don't know when. It's just a gradual progression that you learn how to write more interesting things yeah. that people actually want to read. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying I do that all the time now either. But it's like, oh, okay, I kind of know how to do this in a way that people will want to share it. They'll yeah. want to read it. Um, and it's just kind of kept growing since mm-hmm. then. So there wasn't one time when I'm like, oh, yeah, this is how it it's going. And this is I, I made it. Because that I, that never happened. It yeah. just kind of kept growing. So that's nice. Yeah, but now you're like kind of a celeb. That It's the worst kind of celeb. No, it's I, so I brought... No one cares. <laughs> Do you remember why. when I brought you to that poker game a couple of years yeah, ago? Yeah, okay. And so my- <laughs> you invited me to a poker game with some of your relatives, friends. It's like literally my, and I like poker, my so husband's in, brother-in-law's yeah. brother's family. Like I don't know any of these people, but I want to play poker. <laughs> so he comes to play poker with me, and it turns out like my brother-in-law's nephew is like a big fan <laughs> <laughs> and so he, too, he was like cornering you and talking at you. I was like, it's darling. Cause it's true. Like I remember the first time I met you is cause like my then husband, then boyfriend now husband, like yeah. recognized you from your blog. Cause <laughs> I was reading it all the time. And like, you're pretty famous, dude. In, in certain niches, none of which I actually interact with mm. in my regular life. So it yeah. never really comes up. Yeah. Like outside of this, I work with like a high school speech team. Mm-hmm. They don't care what I do. No. <laughs> I used to They're teach. I'm impressed by everything. Oh, totally. And I used to teach. And uh-huh. like, again, they don't care what I do. So it's like, oh, all the, and my family doesn't care either. So it's none of the circles I'm in actually know or care right. about. Does any anybody of the stuff. you know listen to the podcast? No. No? No. I have a couple. Like, Really? A couple of my coworkers have. <laughs> well, and I also I interviewed one of my coworkers, but right. like he um Eric who was on the show, like 
he was kind of played it low. Um, yeah. And so, like, recently, a couple of my coworkers were like, I listen to your podcast. So I was like, why? Look I'm always that. suspicious when people are like, I listen yeah. to your podcast. I'm like, what? Why? Why are you doing? <laughs> no, but like, no one I know listens to this. And yeah. I mean, they don't I read the website either, which is really where I spend the bulk of right. my time. So I just feel like I'm in this little bubble in my own world. Mm -hmm. And in this bubble, some people know what I do and what I am like in that world. Mm -hmm. But man, in my regular rest of my life, when I'm not by a computer, no one gives a shit. I was listening (laughs) to an interview. I don't know what it was, what the situation was, but it was um, a podcast called My Brother and My Brother and Me, which is my favorite thing, by the way. We're going to talk about more podcasts after yes. this. But they were talking to Chuck Bryant from Stuff You Should Know. I don't know if you've heard of either of those things. Stuff You Should Know, yes. Yeah, heard of it. Medium That's famous. all I got. Um, but anyway, uh, Chuck Bryant, who's one of the hosts, said how weird it is that he'll go to like a convention or a speech, like go to talk to people. And he's like a celebrity. Like people come up to him, want their <laughs> picture taken, want their autograph. And then he like walks out, goes across the street to like a KFC and nobody has any idea right. who he is. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> it's a weird type of thing. And I think this happens to a lot of people on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I think it happens to podcasts and yeah. bloggers to some so extent. Niche. Where, yeah, it's exactly, you're, you're very well known to like a handful of people yeah. and no one else knows anything about mm-hmm. you. It's a really weird type. Like, I'm not joking. Like, it's a very weird type of celebrity so, with big quote big hands. fingers. Yeah. Do you ever get... So I remember when I first started writing for your site in two, 2012. And so this was, like, coming up to the election. So it was... I mean, it's kind of like what it is now. Just yeah. a circus of, like, old white men saying the dumbest things. Yeah. The... um the uh, woman has a whole way of shutting that thing down or whatever. Oh, like yeah. that came up, that got us a lot of traction. And I remember once in a while I'd like be going strong and like writing three posts a day. And then I would just get fried on it. And yeah. I couldn't write anything for like a week or two. Cause I was just like, I can't, I, do you ever get burnt out? I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit about any of this. Like put up the 10 commandments wherever so, you want. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> so that I'll tell you why that hasn't happened. And part of it is because this is what I mean by like, I've gotten a little better at mm-hmm. blogging. Cause I can find stories that interest me enough that I'm like, I got to share this and I got to write about yeah. this. Um, and I can do it in small chunks of time. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the baby's sleeping, wife's asleep. Or so- All right, I can knock out a bunch of posts right mm-hmm. now and post them tomorrow or something like that. So I haven't gotten burnt out. What's the only thing that is kind of bothering me a lot of times is I'm like, I do have to write a certain amount because this is like what I do now. Yeah. And if I don't do it, I'm one, I feel lazy as hell. Mm -hmm. And two, I feel like I'm letting people down because a lot of people are listening and watching and supporting me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, I got to do it. Uh, So there is that feeling of I, if I have nothing, uh, I can't go to bed yet. I got to work and I got to get something up. Or if there's a ton of stuff going on, I have to find time to, get certain things up. And I always have a few things kind of in the pipeline uh-huh. that I can just bring out in oh, case sure. of emergencies. Like evergreen type. Yeah. Well, and like atheist voice videos, for example. Oh, yeah. There's a bunch of them I haven't posted on the website. I'm like, you know what? In case I get hit by a bus, at least I can cue this up in the hospital <laughs> or something. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> but Wait, that's that happens. Do I people think know that, that you do this full time? Is that like a, a known? I've I mean, posted about it, but I don't think, I don't know how many people cares. know. <laughs> I was going to say nobody cares, but I don't think, I've posted about it. I haven't hit it yeah. from anyone. So, like, what's, where do you see the blog or the podcast or whatever, like, the, your friendly atheist empire I, in, like, five years? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I really like when I see, uh, I see, like, Bill Simmons on ESPN or uh, 
Is he the guy? Chris Hardwick, who does Midnight and stuff. Oh, yeah. They, like, had whatever. They started with the podcast, or they started with something. And then they built it out into a bunch of things, and I'm obviously nowhere near their level. Sure. But I love that idea where they started with one form of media, Mm -hmm. which I feel like I did with, like, the website. Mm -hmm. And then you try a bunch of different things and see what sticks. And so right now it's like, oh, YouTube. That kind of worked, mm-hmm. and I'm still doing that. And the podcast, I still don't know if this works, but I, we're still doing this. Um, and there are some other projects that I kind of want to try. Yeah. And you know what? I've tried a couple things. They didn't work. And then they just quietly peter out. You'll never even know I tried it. Uh-huh. Um, and other things where I'm like, I'm going to give this a shot. Mm-hmm. And if it works, great. Like, it's something I'm constantly thinking about. And I'm always putting the mo- pieces into motion. Mm-hmm. And if they work out, cool. Then I'll let you know about it. Yeah. But until it happens, like, you probably don't know that I'm trying a bunch of different things. But I just, I love watching those people who try to do a bunch of things. And then this little world, they just kind of sure. create. I mean, Hardwick is a great yeah. example. Like, I mean, I love the sort of stuff he does. I don't listen to any of it, but it's just not my thing. <laughs> I, I used to listen to But Nerdist, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it was too much. He does three podcasts a week. That's. In addition to all the other yeah. three a week. And like. I got, I burnt myself on it and it's like too much. Like you get, you miss like two weeks. You're like, but, oh my God, this is like 12 hours of content. But for the people who love it, they really oh, love they it. it. And up. he has enough people who do that. Um, like who is it else? Like Felicia Day. Like yeah. there are so many people who just, they get their niche and mm-hmm. their fan base is awesome yeah. and they love everything they do. Mm-hmm. And you know, how many people get an opportunity like that? I mean, they created it. Yes, but they make the most of it. Oh, so for sure. I love that. So that's kind of what I've been doing a lot of. Cool. Uh, just trying to try different projects and mm-hmm. see if anything works. Yeah. Patheos is kind of like that too, by the way, which I really like because they'll try a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it works, some of it doesn't. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, so you have a kid now. I have a kid now. How's that going? Oh my God, I'm so tired. <laughs> the kid's out of the house right now. We're recording yeah. this in my house. Oh yeah. And there's no kid around. There's baby shit all there's over the place. There's baby shit all over the place, but there's no baby. <laughs> the baby no. is elsewhere Did you lose right it? now. I might have. I don't know where she is. I'm she's sure probably she... crawling around. I'm sure she's Do they fine. crawl at this age? There's like, she's four months. I don't know what she does. I don't know. She's probably either. really mean. Ugh, my husband and I are talking about having kids and it's like, <laughs> what do you do with that? Like, I don't know. Like, if yeah. you tell me you have a four-month-old, like, I've seen your kid, so like, yeah. I know kind of what she, I guess that was two months ago. That's not even, <laughs> I don't know what a four-month-old looks. Oh, I'm going to be a terrible parent. No, I, you know what? And this is the weird thing. I thought, oh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I've never been around babies. Mm-hmm. And all the doctors and stuff, they're like, don't worry. No one's ever been around babies unless you have one because why would you be around babies otherwise so you just kind of figure it out as you go and i mean i'm fortunate we have help uh uh, with my family yeah her parents my parents they're around Mm -hmm. and close so we have that help but uh yeah it's been weird just getting used to Mm -hmm. oh my whole life is now the baby yeah. I'm not going out again. <laughs> you never went out before. Right, but now I have an excuse. <laughs> so <laughs> But that changes the Whenever I'm asked, you're like, do you want to hang out? You're like, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you this friends. Though, true story. Because of the baby, we uh, haven't posted pictures of it online. Yeah, I've noticed that. We haven't no Facebook, not even like a privacy. Is that setting. a conscious thing? Yeah. Because, because there are creepy ass people who follow me. Oh, because you're a celebrity. Uh, again, Circle in that back. weird niche yeah. where it's like weird. I don't know everyone who watches or listens, and why would they want to see pictures? If it was just my friends, sure. if it was just family, people who know me, fine, I'll post pictures. But like, I don't know who's looking anymore. So we haven't posted anything. My cousins, my friends, they have no idea what the baby looks like. 
Like I just tell them, I mean, baby, like just like imagine baby. baby. That's it. But we haven't posted anything. Yeah. That's actually uh, an interesting thing because I've had, like when I started writing for your website, when we started doing this, I've definitely had people add me on, fr- on Facebook, like people who I presume are like <laughs> listeners or readers because <laughs> we have how they know no you. friends yes. in common or they're friends with like Beth Presswood or something like that. Yeah. And I like, I, I remember having like four of them and I was like talking to my friends I'm like because that's sort of a change in like your sort of Facebook life of yeah am I who, going to be I don't a, know like, all these people who are my friends anymore yeah am I gonna be this like quote-unquote public person which is <laughs> it would literally be like a dozen people who have added me over the years so I'm not I don't have delusions of grandeur here but like I post like I am here with my friends doing this. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's something I'm comfortable with. Why do I want to ex- share that with the world? Yeah, of course, maybe it's naive of me to think that that's not accessible to people anyway. I don't know. But yeah, it's a weird thing to think about. And I think a lot of atheists I know who do any of this stuff publicly, mm-hmm. I think they've had those thoughts where it's like, why are strangers commenting on these posts yeah. or these status updates or do I want them to see certain pictures of what I do in my spare time? It's. I mean, I think there's... Um, Anyone the who does reason anything people have publicly. like public ones, I don't yeah. know. But I, j- I've, I was, I was a freshman in college when Facebook started, so like I've had Facebook since the jump. So it's just been, always been a part of my life. So I think it'd be a weird thing to all of a sudden have public. I don't know. I don't care. Nobody cares. This about is why me. I don't post about public. Like you want to know about my family life? Too bad. Like <laughs> I have to call you. I, I really don't <laughs> post that much about it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. For that reason. So, okay, let me ask okay. you this, because we have a limited amount of time left. Uh-huh. Because we, somebody doesn't we, know how microphones work. I don't know how microphones work. It's, we've been <laughs> doing this only a hundred times. <laughs> um, what type of guests have you enjoyed the most? Not any specific names, but type of guests. Ooh, um, so I think the ones I've ended up enjoying the most have been people who we, like, fundamentally disagreed with. Yeah. Which surprises Conservatives, me. Conservatives, yeah, Republicans, and you know, that's something Christians. We've gotten pushback on. Like I always, oh, yeah. I always read the comments because <laughs> I I'm, don't. Ugh, I know you don't. And my <laughs> husband gets so mad at me because I like get myself riled. It, it's it's a personal problem. But um, you know, we've had people who are. I mean, the people who specifically I really liked were. I'm, I'm going to drop names because if yeah. I, not their names because I don't remember their yeah. names. The guy from the Blaze. Yeah, Billy Hallowell. Billy Hallowell. He was great, and the woman who ghost wrote for Sarah Palin. Yeah, no, uh, Nancy Bristol French. Would, yeah, I remember just being so delighted by. I was like, I would get a drink with them. I would hang out. They're like, we nice don't people. Agree about shit. Whereas, like, yeah. You know, we've certainly had people who we agree with, and I'm like, I don't. It's you don't same. have like the getting with the beer fact, getting the beer with you. Factor. It's been weird as the election season's going on. I see like Rick Santorum appear on Rachel Maddow Ugh. and stuff, and every time I watch him, I'm like, why does he seem so normal and nice? When I'm watching the interview, yeah, I disagree with like all of his yeah. positions on everything, but I'm like, same thing. I'm like, he seems really nice. Where was Santorum. that guy? I guess I'm always <laughs> blocked Santorum out of my life. But you know what I mean? Out. Like, no, no, it's the exactly same thing with all these some of these people where I'm like, I disagree on the biggest thing that mm-hmm. we are talking about right now, but man, I would get along with you just fine. Whereas I know so many atheists. Yeah, so I'm yeah, like, yeah. I agree with you on just about everything and I want nothing to do with you. No. Yeah. It's, it's strange. So those are the ones I've liked. Um, uh, I remember like the Susan Blackmore interview, like fucking blew my whole this mind. This is when you do were you at li- TAM. Yeah, do you listen? Uh, not TAM. Um, um this was when I went to American Atheist oh, American in Memphis. Yeah. Um, she was so fucking odd. She and well, actually, all those interviews I did at that were like awesome. And do you listen to the ones that? Yeah. I'm not, okay. I don't know. I know. <laughs> no, I listen to that. I just don't read the comments on any of them. Yeah, that's smart. 
But but yeah, we got a lot of pushback on that of like, why do you bring in, like, why are you giving these people a platform? Yeah. And why like, did you I talk to a pro-life atheist? Because what else are we going to, I don't need to talk to someone who's pro-choice because I am. Right. What <laughs> like, I keep I'm not going to learn people, anything. What I keep telling people, and I'm sure <laughs> I've said to you, like, at what point is it just a circle jerk? At right. what point is it us sitting around microphones congratulating ourselves about right. like how smart we are? And this is something we talk about or we think about when we're trying to book guests and stuff, which is who would be really interesting to talk to? Because yeah. I don't want to just talk to someone who's an atheist. That's right. not interesting. And we have a lot of people who like want to come on our program who are like, I'm an atheist, interview me. I'm like, what do you... About what? Yeah. Or, I, again, I, are we just Hey, like we don't believe in God. In High five over the phone. Good we're done. Us. Yeah, no, I, I want to get something from them. So if they've written a book or something that has a really interesting topic, mm-hmm. fine, you're an atheist, whatever. But sure. like, let's talk about that. Right, right, right. Um, but this is something where when we talk to people who fundamentally disagree with us, it's fun because I don't hear that on other podcasts Yeah, and I like it. And I like that conversation. And you know what? Even if we end up fighting about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's still... Listen, nobody's coming on our show who we're going to change their mind. Yeah, I don't go into it thinking we're going to argue. And I don't think that should be the goal because, like, the point is we need to hear from other people. Otherwise, it's just an echo chamber. And I was telling you earlier, there's a guest that we wanted to book that we'll have to reserve to later Mm -hmm. uh, from a Christian organization. And one of the the things I said is, I'm like, hi, I'm Hemant. I do this podcast. Uh, Here's a little bit about me. Can you join me? Mm -hmm. And they basically... And I actually sent them, here's a link to an interview we did with someone else who's kind of from your perspective. Yeah. Just so you have an idea of what this is. Because I don't want to debate you or argue with you. Not the whole time. On certain issues, maybe we could talk about it. But like, I'm not here to have a shouting match with you. Right. Because again, I've heard that. That's boring. I don't need that one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know what? The response is, yeah, okay, we'll talk to you. Right. And I don't think they would be so quick to say that if it was, I don't know, anyone else. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of wrapped up in the title of, like, that friendly atheist thing because I I don't know. There's a million places you can go, and this is not to, like, disparage on anybody. There's a million places you can go to have people, like, yelling about current events or right. all that, which, like, I wanted to do. That's, like, what I what I, <laughs> I was like, what if we sat around and yelled about, like, the GOP? Wouldn't that be fun? And you're like, nah. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but, like, I, I think we have a unique kind of lack in, because, and I think it comes from your name and, like, the work you've done leading up to this of that people, you give people a fair shake, even if you don't Hopefully. disagree with them, yeah. I think. And getting plenty I'm of sure. trouble for giving people a fair shake. Oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> but still, fun, worth it. And again, this is what I don't get, uh, especially within the atheist community and big quote words which is like just if you're an atheist you don't think in lockstep on a lot of things i think there's a lot of overlap yeah but it's interesting to realize there are atheists who take these minority positions on Mm -hmm. different things and whether you like it or not they think they are critical thinkers they think they're rational they have their justifications for it Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out okay where are you coming from that no one else is how do you convince someone that you're right on this issue when you're already in the minority, you mm-hmm. know, on the atheism thing. For sure. That's way more interesting. And that's what I've been, that's what I like doing. And this is, the podcast is a form to do that, that I don't think I could really do anywhere else. Yeah. I don't think written interviews are nearly as yeah. compelling as like just hearing people talk. I kind of like the spontaneity of, yeah. yeah, just talk and let's hear what you have well, to say. Well, this is a very heavily edited interview we really chop things up you know, <laughs> right just and talk it, on the video that might happen yeah but yeah here we don't edit anything yeah we usually warn people it about goes that. straight through unless <laughs> something crazy happens with the audio or something oh, that's about it so. um okay so who would your dream guest be 
you know what? There are a lot of the quote unquote big name atheists that mm-hmm. I would like to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I've purposely not asked them to join us on the phone because I keep hoping that we're going to see them in person. And I would much rather have these oh, conversations yeah. in person. Do you, you don't want to drop names then? It's it's kind of everyone the yeah. the one like like the Dawkins types, sure. which is like okay everyone knows who you are, but I don't want to talk over the phone for half an hour. Right. I would rather talk with you in person, mm-hmm. which is why we should go to more events together. Which is why we are yeah. As soon as I figure out where to throw the baby, Ugh, she's fine. She's what four months. They're she doesn't really make noise. Trying to get a job. I know. We'll give her um, a milk bottle, pacifier. She'll be quiet for <laughs> ten minutes. That's all we need. We'll just have to go in spurts. That's all we need. Yeah. Oh, the other one I love to do, I like talking to other people who do similar things. I'm circling back to a question because I interviewed Lo- uh, Ross Blatcher when I was in... Who does um, the Ross and Carrie podcast. Ross and Carrie, which they're in Maximum Fun. I want to get us <laughs> in Maximum Fun. We're not fun enough. One um, day. One day. Um, he was a blast. And I don't know. I, I, I enjoy watching, like, just talking to It is to interesting to pick s- their brains, yeah. especially when they do the kind of weird thing that like we do. Niche yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think um, that is an interesting thing. I don't talk to very many bloggers mm-hmm. out like in person. Do you listen to any other podcasts? Yeah, but they're usually the not like, atheist ones. They're like the the Fresh Air, uh, oh, some sports ones. Fucking intellectual. No, This American Life. Th- th- those ones that are popular the enough. Esque. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. I can listen to that on a car ride. You know, it's funny when I first started listening to podcasts. Um, I had like. This is even prior to my shitty Tribune job. It was like two (laughs) shitty jobs before that. Um, But I would always listen to like atheist podcasts and like really like get myself riled up. Like thinking atheists (laughs) I would always listen to or, um, oh, I can't think of it. Godless Bitches when it was on, all those kinds of things. And I would talk to my brother like, oh, you should listen to these. He was like, I work all day. I cannot like (laughs) put myself through this ringer. And now that I have a job that actually like occupies brain cells, I can't do it anymore. Like I listen to it and I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. I want to listen to like, my brother, my brother, and me, where they're just like goofballs talking yeah. at each other. And I don't know. I don't know where we'd fall within that, though. I don't know. I, I don't actually know when people listen to this, yeah. if they listen to it. You know, are they listening on a drive? Is it something they listen to at work? I don't know. I wish they would tell us. Tell us, people. Yeah, I kind of wish. I want more feedback from people. Yes. We don't get a lot of comments on the. We should just open the phone lines. Is to that like so needy of me? <laughs> Please tell me what that else? you like me. <laughs> Down the line, that's what we'll do next. Yeah. Oh, Phone should we do calls. a call-in show? No, We'd have to Seth, figure that out. Seth Andrews has that down block. Well. He does it so well. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Bless his heart. I know. Oh, my God. It's, it's interesting. By the way, if you ever start a podcast or YouTube or whatever, you learn to get a lot of respect for the people who do it really yeah. well, even if you don't like them. Yeah. It's like, man, your videos always look awesome. Yeah. And your sound is good, which is something we struggle with a lot. And like, you always have something to say that I want to listen to. Right. That's hard to do. The thing that Seth does so well is when he... Because he gets the callers on, and I think it's the same idea. It's more or less live. Yeah. He's so good at, like, ushering off people who aren't going anywhere, which I would (laughs) never be good. I'd be like, sir, sir, please, please no. He just shuts them down, but nicely. He's so good. Yeah. Are we going to end on that note, or are we going to... We'll end on that note. Seth, you're awesome. Yay, Seth. (laughs) Uh, So here's the deal. We're cutting this short because we're actually going to go record other episodes right now in the studio. Uh, but <laughs> two five in a row today, I know. which is a lot. So that's a hundred episodes down. Yeah. Uh, good for us. How many more you want to go? Diet Coke. Cheers. Woo-hoo. Woo. Clink. How many, how many more do you want to do? Um, I don't know. Like infinity more? Six. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Be done after tonight. Do you think that we'll, how long do you think we'll keep doing this? I have no idea. 
But I said that about the website, too, and it's still going, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe this will be my full-time job. It's as long as people will keep listening. Yeah, please, so, guys. I yeah. like doing Thanks this. for listening. Yeah. Um, One day we'll get advertisers. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> oh, email us. Um, what's our email? Uh, FriendlyAtheistPodcast friendly at gmail.com. Gmail. We don't even have a domain. I, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, email <laughs> us. Tell us your thoughts and what you hate about us. It's always good for me to read and cry at my desk. Thanks for listening so far. <laughs> yeah, and we'll thank you for keep sticking doing with us. This. 100 episodes. That's awesome. That's so many episodes. We'll keep making them, and hopefully you'll keep listening. Yay.